Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to another episode of Priorities on Purpose. I am so excited to give you this episode because the next 12 Weeks of Success workshop is coming up really, really, really soon. And if you've been thinking about participating in the Breakthrough Challenge or you want to know more about what this free workshop is, this is going to give you a general idea on what it is. I'm giving you a behind the scenes fly on the wall perspective of me working with someone who was participating in the free workshop. We did some laser coaching around her goals. She had three goals and Sonia is a high achiever. Like she knows what she wants. She knows where she's going, but she may be biting off a little bit more than she can chew in the next 12 weeks. And so if you are always trying to figure out your goals or you're making goals, but you seem to never be able to follow through on them, I'm challenging you, listen to this episode because it is exactly what you need. It's kind of the pep talk that you need that you don't know that you need, I guess is what I'm saying. Also, don't forget, if you want to sign up for the next workshop, or you already know you want to get in on the next Breakthrough Challenge, be looking in the show notes on how to do that. Keep me posted. Hey there, I'm Melissa Batt, the host of Priorities on Purpose, a podcast for overwhelmed direct sellers who want to grow their income, audience, and influence without sacrificing their mental health and main priorities. Whether you're just starting a new adventure or you're 15 years in and have already climbed the ranks, I want to help you have the life and the business of your dreams. Can you see it? Can you feel it? Or maybe you thought you had it and something changed. Whether you have your entire dream mapped out or have completely given up on all the possibilities, I'm here to remind you that God is bigger than the little box we put him in. This side gig is part of his plan. It's not your sole purpose, but it absolutely has purpose. As a Christian life and business coach, I'm here to help you get out of your head and live with intention so you can enjoy what matters most without the guilt. More time to do what you love, more peace, more impact, more money, and opportunities to give to those you want to help. I promise to be your hype girl, business bestie, and biggest cheerleader as I share proven and simple strategies that will be sure to help you live a fulfilled life with a strong, sustainable business. Are you ready to stop chasing all the shiny things and get laser focused? Put your earbuds in while you're cooking dinner or folding that laundry and let's get to it, friend. This is one time when multitasking is actually going to be beneficial. Okay, well, tell me what your goal is. Same one as last time that I didn't complete. I want to create an online course or workshop or whatever for healing yourself, you know, to forgiving others, to move forward and forgiving yourself. That's goal number one. Goal number two is go back to posting content daily because I stepped back. Like I said, I think that is positive that I stepped back and did that. It was really like a struggle because I felt like I need to be posting something and then I'm not. But at the same time, I felt like I re-centered or whatever. But anyway, so I want to go back to posting daily content on Facebook. I'm posting a meme or a quote every day. And a one to five minute live again in the morning or in the evening sometime when I can just get on there and pop on there and just say, hey, I'm here and whatever. And I want one day of in-depth content per week. So that's my social media stuff. 
And then my big long-term goal that I've had for a long time is writing a book. But I have no idea where to start, really. I don't know that you're going to like what I have to say. So those are how great goals. But you're trying to skip to the good part in all of those. Like, those are like the next two years worth of goals. To write a book, to, you know, have your course. I personally don't think that the book and writing the course should be on your list for like completing with an action plan this 12 weeks. Would you like to know why? Why? Because you need more market research. You need to be showing it more consistently. And before you can really go where God is taking you, you are still in the process of circling the wagon and getting your own oxygen mask on. You're wanting to fall back into that do, 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 do that all of us do because it's easier to do than nurture ourselves. And I just feel like you still need to circle the wagon. All of those goals, first of all, are all related to... Like, I know that's your vision. You've got that part. Some people never, like, they don't even get quiet enough to know that. So the fact that you have that, amazing. I definitely give you a hand clap for that. Good job. And now you're in the place where it's like, God is calling you to the promised land. This is where you're going. And you're going to be taking the people out. But you have a whole lot of things that need to be done before you can get there. So what are the kind of goals I need to have now? Well, one needs to be health-related. One needs to be about, like, it needs to be more about being still and finding the quiet. And I know that probably terrifies you, makes you want to cry. I get it. Because that, like, what makes you super uncomfortable? Do you not recognize that that uncomfortable feeling is what God needs you to feel? to go where he's trying to take you. But I do know that uncomfortable feeling. Forgiving yourself for the things that make you feel shame and, you know, all of that stuff. Being who God wants you to be, not who you were. I've been down that road with myself. Okay, let me ask you this question. Naturally, are you a doer or a sitter? Is it your natural tendency to say yes and do all the things or is it your natural tendency to sit back and be a spectator oh to do definitely so that's what your flesh naturally leans towards you are a martha has anyone ever told you that have you ever no, recognized I, that no i have not do you see it it's funny because this is not the first time I've mentioned this today. You're a Martha and God's like, just like, you don't have to be doing all the time. Have you watched the Chosen series? No, that's also on my list too, because there's some people at church that's been talking about it. And they're like, this is a really cool series, you know? Well, so it's on my list too, but I don't really have time to watch TV or do anything. Like I still feel like you need to eliminate things. 
even if it is volunteering and it's a good thing, I know like it's terrifying for you to think about eliminating something. You have so much resistance around it. I know it because every time I've mentioned it, you've avoided it. And it's hard and you don't want to do it. But that I could give up. I really don't. Could you give up volunteering? At church? Yeah. No. How come? Because I've already committed to what I'm doing. Could you give them a notice and tell them that you need to take a personal break? Do you think this is a pride thing? No, I think it's more of doing what I say, walking my talk. Do you think it's that or do you think it's you don't want people to feel like you don't have it together? No, I don't think it's that. <laughs> Good. I really, I really think it's more of like follow through. Or like, you know, I do what I say I'm going to do. I people I, trust me because when I say something, that's what I do. Do you recognize, though, that if God was to be calling you to hit pause in a couple of areas? And I, again, I don't know all that you do. So I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm just proposing the question to get you thinking about this. You know, like if you're volunteering in lots of different areas, you're always the yes girl. Everyone comes to you because they know that you will do it and you are the yes girl. Do you recognize that because every single time you say yes, when you should say no, you're robbing someone else of the opportunity to get involved and get plugged in and become the yes girl? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't see that. So I'm going to give you an interesting outlook, perspective. So I've attended a lot of churches because we apparently move quite a bit. And one thing I've noticed is like, it's the same people that volunteer in all the areas. And at some point, there was one point when I was almost like insulted because I was like, I would love to help. Like, why isn't anyone asking me to help? You know, and it's like because they're used to doing it on their own and it's easy that that's their comfort zone is asking you because they know you, they trust you, they know they can rely on you. So they ask you, but there are people that God is wanting to use inside the church, especially if your church is growing. I know our church is growing. And this is something that I actually went to our pastor and mentioned because I feel like as the church grows, those volunteering and serving should grow as well. And it's really important to get people plugged in and connected and feeling like they have a purpose. They are a piece of the puzzle and inside the church and outside of the church, obviously. But when the same people are doing it over and over and over, it robs the church of growth because just what if it would allow you to focus more on the other things God wants you to do, like writing your book, taking care of your health. Like, okay, when you're talking about listening to God's voice, I don't feel like God's telling me to pause or stop volunteering. And especially like my Friday night church, the job that I do there, I'm very committed to that. There's only me and one other lady that does it. But what if God is raising up someone else? Something has to give because you are not 
being a good steward of all of your priorities right now. Like your health is your priority. Your family is your priority. Those two should both come, well, maybe not yourself, but definitely like your family and stuff should come before serving in the church. I think we get that mixed up a lot, but your health, like if something happens because you aren't taking care of yourself, what good are you for the rest of the people and your kids, your family, the people that depend on you? Nothing. And you're out of commission. And that happened to me a few years ago. Like I had uh, Mel's palsy episode. Why wasn't that a wake up call or was it? And then you just kind of fell. It was. So how did you make the time to prioritize your health then? I haven't really changed anything in my health. So you didn't have a wake up call. Well, I did, but not enough to change behavior. What would you say to your daughter if you saw her living the life that you're living? I don't know. I hope that she would not live the life that I live. I hope I'm raising them differently so that she wouldn't have to. So that she doesn't have a failed marriage. So that when she gets married, it's forever. And I'm definitely trying to raise them differently than I was raised. And to make good choices in the people that they share their life with. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know the best way to get them to not follow in your footsteps? Be the example. And it sounds like you are being the example in a lot of those areas. But they need to see you not neglecting your health. Because if you're neglecting their health, like that's a cycle. My guess is, which I remember, if I'm remembering correctly, you don't have a great relationship with your mom, right? Oh. Okay. So did your mom neglect her health? Yes. Very much so. Did her mom? No, not really. Okay, so it just started with your mom. I would look at it that way. If you can't do it for yourself, which I get it. Like, you struggle with nurturing yourself. I do. Very much so. And that has you neglecting your health. And see, like, whenever I did care about my health... I guess it's been six years ago now I that I really focused. I really focused on my health and whatever, and I lost 50 pounds and I did feel better. It was because I wanted to be able to do more and be more active with the kids. I wanted to be able to go jump on the trampoline with them. I wanted to go, you know, be more interactive with them. We were doing things, but not everything that I felt like I wasn't participating in everything that they wanted to do. Right. And now, as they're both getting older and there's more electronics, there's less outside activity, period, that they even want to be in. They do activities at school and then that's all they want to do. But if you were to say, hey, let's go for a hike or let's go roller skating or whatever, you know, like maybe they just got stuck on their digital devices because what else is there to do? You got to be the example. Your natural, like, again, I'm not saying you have to give up volunteering at the church. I just know, like, that is a huge commitment that you've mentioned. Like, maybe there's some other commitments that you have that aren't related to the church that you can give up. I don't know. You would have to tell me. But something has to give because you're running on empty. I think you should fast 
and pray and ask God what he wants for you in this season. Because I'm telling you, to go where you've never gone before is going to require you to do things you've never done before. Right. And so all of the things that you would naturally say yes to, it's going to require you to say no to some things. You know, there are plenty of times when, you know, my natural and I, I mean, I struggle hard. Just ask my mother. You know, like I used to volunteer. Like if I saw a need, I'm like, I can do that. I'll do it. You know, and it was really hard to undo that and realize that when I said yes to those things, I was saying no to something else. I was saying no to taking care of my health. I was saying no to even at some point getting in my own Bible because I was just, you know, helping other people with their faith. Again, you got to put your oxygen mask on before you help someone else put theirs on. You know, I was saying no to spending time with my kids. I was saying no to fixing a healthy dinner and meal planning and actually paying attention to my budget and knowing where my spending is going. I was saying no to all of those things by saying yes to all of these other things that they weren't bad things. They were good things. They even looked kind of like God things. But... They were God things, but not necessarily for me in the season that I was in. And I feel like I probably told you this in Boxer, but I'm going to tell you again, you know, for an arrow to spring forward with momentum, it first has to be pulled back. The pulling back process is so uncomfortable. Nobody wants to go backwards. Everyone wants to move forward. But it's in moving backwards that you can really lean on God in a way that you've never leaned on him before. And I feel like you probably have some experience with going backwards if you've gone through a divorce and those kind of things. I do. And I say, like, I don't go backwards. That's one of the things that I say. Like, I don't. I don't go back. I learn from the mistakes I've made. And I'm not trying to go backwards and be who I was because that's not who I am. Well, there's a difference between doing that backwards and what I'm talking. I'm not talking. I'm like, you're just taking like a couple steps backwards to do it in a more healthier way. Because here's what I'm guessing. When you have moved forward, you did it through coping mechanisms and just trying to escape what you were currently going through at the moment and probably a dozen other reasons. That's why you moved forward. You never properly healed. If your bone was healing incorrectly, sometimes it needs to be reset and it has to be broken again for it to be fixed and healed correctly. And I feel like God wants to heal you correctly. He wants you to be whole. Hey, friend, that's it for this episode. If you found value, I would love it if you could take a couple of seconds and leave me a quick review. While it may seem super simple, it is so beneficial and gives me the opportunity to help more women. Also, take a screenshot and share it on social media with your biggest aha today. Don't forget to tag me at Melissa Bad Official so we can connect. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friend, keep walking it out one baby step at a time because God's got you.